To be NXT champion is to be king in the land of savages. If I can't beat MJF, maybe I don't belong in AEW anymore. Hit the music. Are you ready? Break it down. Shock the system. Welcome back to Backyard Wrestling, episode number 69. Nice, 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 nice. 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 Bob, what's up? I'm your host, Jay. That is Robert Kelly over there. What's well, Bob? Yeah, what's up? What's going on, man? Not that much. Not that much. Pretty bad week. Yeah? Yeah. Well, today I was mowing my lawn, right? My weeds in my backyard. And all of a sudden, I get attacked by a nest of mining bees. Ooh. They're like, like yellow jackets. Yeah, the little ground bees. Yeah. They suck. Dude, they hurt. Yes, they do. Ooh, my leg is throbbing right now. You need to rub ammonia on it. Why don't you just pee on it for me? It doesn't work the same. It's not a jellyfish. That's jellyfish. It's not a jellyfish. <laughs> How'd you get rid of them? Uh, but I'm going to spray them tonight. Oh, uh, that's no fun. The last time we had ground bees, it was gasoline and fire. Boom. It's right next to my fence. So, it's fine. As long as you got water, it's good. Next to my very, very old and dried out fence. It's like a little Mount Vesuvius. You just watch the village get wiped out. And the fence connects close to my house. <sighs> and my trailer. Maybe the neighbor's house will burn down. Well, that'd be great. <laughs> just let it spread to the whole neighborhood. Uh, we are not drinking anything fancy today. We are drinking Big Wave Golden Ale. Kona Brewing Company. This is Bob's first time having it. I've had this before. I dig it. Yeah, not bad. It's just like a whatever. Yeah, so I'm driving into your neighborhood. Yes. And two of your neighbors, I don't know who it is. I, you live in the neighborhood. They're walking their dogs in the middle of the street. That's so annoying. And they pull over to let me pass, and I point right in front of your truck. That's where I want to park. And they wave, go, go ahead of us. I'm like, And then I point again emphatically, like, no, stupid. I want to park there. Get out of my way. <laughs> so I'm going to make a little proclamation. Go for it. If you walk your dogs in the middle of the street, if there's a sidewalk and you decide to walk in the street, or if you're a kid and you're just riding your bike all over the place, you're an asshole. Dumbass. There you go. There you go. Don't I'm, do that. I'm thoroughly convinced that we should make people that ride bikes have a license for it. Hmm. And the way people drive SUVs, that should also be its own class of license. I'm becoming an anti-pickup truck guy. Oh, people that drive pickup trucks. Not you, because I saw you drive a pickup truck. They're assholes. Like, they're I, so aggressive, they're dude. They're so aggressive. Uh, you saw my little rant on Facebook about the, the Dodge Ram. Yeah. Yeah, and all he did was end up getting in front of me and then, you know, had to turn off the road because they were all slower in front of me. Idiots. Yeah. it's it's You either have a Dodge Ram trying to ram you up the butt. Yep. Or, you know, <clears throat> they just, they're just aggressive. People who drive pickup trucks are way too aggressive. That's why we need to have different classifications of licenses. That's a generalization. I All I drive is pickup trucks for work, so I'm not an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think if you have a pickup truck, you should have your own class of license for it, especially if you get the bigger ones. Or just check yourself, dude. 
No. Just look in the mirror and be like, all right, I should not be an asshole the, and overcompensate yeah. for my tiny wiener. The problem is, is people don't care about other people. So it's just like, we'll just run you off the road no matter what. Dude, driving up to Mont, uh, Montclair. Wow. Oh, that is a white knuckle drive. Dude. That's Mad Max beyond Thunderdome. Jesus Christmas. Oh, yeah. I've made that dri- trip a bunch of times. Trust me. It, I know it all too well. So my uh, second daughter, number two, is out of the house. Oh, uh, how's it? How you feel? It was. It's so weird, man. It. It was a tough morning. Amy had a tough, tough time leaving. And uh, this kid is so awesome. She hit a letter under our pillow. Oh, boom! That's great. Waterworks, man. I called her up, told her how much I, I loved her. Yeah, weird. Yeah, just a few more, man, and you're gonna be empty, empty nesting. I'm getting soft. S-A-W-F-T Soft It happens when you have girls, man You know, you got one Yeah I mean, she's three She's three I got time (laughs) You got plenty of time Don't even know if I'll make it till then I might just drop dead tomorrow Nah (laughs) Unfulfilled The show must go on All right Let's do the show All right, so We hinted last week that maybe, maybe, maybe We're going to drop NXT But we're not We have to finish out, as Bob pointed out to me Some storylines Like the index wedding coming so up. We've only got two more weeks of tape shows before yeah. the. Oh man, do, are we doing the logo in news? I posted it on our Facebook page. It looks like it's a goddamn Nickelodeon show. It's tie dye. It's terrible. It's so weird. And you notice it's off center. It's it's not centered, so it doesn't look right. It just looks weird. It's like our our brand. It's not completely. Centered. I saw it's a little s- off to I, the side. I saw something on Twitter, and it was a graphic designer describing the logo, and he's like, "I don't know what they're doing here because it's all over the place. You got a point here, a point there. The colors inside don't even flow. It's it's just bad. Pointy, 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 point. It's it's just like all their uh, music now. Generic rock number four. This is generic art number Numbers, five. Number five. Yeah. <laughs> It's like you got it on the old clip art from Word. Yep, that's what it looks like. <laughs> now, do me a favor. Use 10 star wipes. It looks like how art artists, quote, just take paint and throw it at a, at a canvas and throw more paint at it. Yeah, Vince McMahon just looked at some guy and said, I want you to design a logo. And then they stand back as the colors meld together and go, hmm, it's speaking to me. But Mr. McMahon, I throw out the trash. Doesn't matter. You're now chief graphic artist. I fired everybody else. We're downsizing. We're selling to Disney. Do it or your future endeavored. That's that's a that's a rumor. Mike Kyoto came out and said he heard a rumor that uh, WWE's going to sell to Disney. Really? Haha, <laughs> I'm the mouse. <laughs> Next thing you know, it's going to be a res- a guy in a Mickey Mouse costume giving oh freaking flying elbow drops. <laughs> You're going to go to Disney World, and there's going to be people dressed up as Macho Man hanging out with Cinderella. (laughs) 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 I'm the mascot of an evil corporation. Taking over the world. How you doing? Uh, Yeah. All right, so let's just get going here. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, NXT starts off with Cameron Grimes and Ted DiBiase in the ring, which is all lit up green because money. DiBiase says that Grimes is full of heart and never gave up no matter how many times he fell. That's a million-dollar champion. Grimes says that initially Ted DiBiase drove him a little bit crazy. DiBiase says that was a test. You passed the test. 
Grimes goes on to say that he would never let DiBiase be a butler for that dummy. La Knight. Oh, God. So at TakeOver 36, we took care of LA Knight, and I became the million-dollar champion. Grimes then asks uh, Ted DiBiase, where do I go from here? DiBiase says, you know where we're going. To the moon. Ah, there we go. To the moon. Then uh, DiBiase does his infamous laugh, and then all of a sudden, it's raining fake $100 bills up in here. Oh, God. And it's got Cameron Grimes' face on it. I like that. Here comes the money. Here we go. Yeah. All right, after that, we have Ridge Holland with Pete Dune versus Timothy Thatcher with Tommaso Ciampa. So the match starts out with a thousand European uppercuts between these guys, literally. If we were playing the, the drinking game, we'd be dead. Oh, God. And uh, as always, Thatcher's match, a lot of groundwork. So going ahead, Thatcher has Ridge in a single leg crab, and Ciampa is screaming in his face until Ridge breaks the hold. Then Ridge hits a headbutt, followed by a falling power slam for the win. That was weak, dude. It was very weak. Very weak. Then Champa enters the ring, and Ridge goes to attack Champa, but Champa counters with a chop and a jumping knee to the face. Then Dunn and Champa exchange blows back and forth, and Champa throws him out of the ring. Then out come Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch. He's back. I said it. He's back until he's not. Because he doesn't fit the profile of what they're doing. Oh, he'll be gone. He's gone. So they attack Champa and then throw him back in the ring as Ridge Holland hits Champa with another headbutt. A lot of headbutts in this episode. Then as Ridge is putting on his Irish taxi driver hat, Bob, Thatcher pulls him out of the ring and Ridge hits Thatcher in the head. And as he goes to hit Thatcher again, Pete Dune stops him. He gets in between them. He's like, no, don't. Don't. So, uh... That, that, hmm. Okay. Interesting. He could have just killed Thatcher. We would have been fine with that. Maybe Thatcher and Dune are going to become a team. Death. Kill him. Yes. As now we have a Rash Makazi? Arkazi? Okay. With. Wait. Um, yeah. Who the hell are you? With uh, Carmelo Hayes and asks him what happens if he wins tonight. Hayes says that. We're going to have to find out eventually. But down the road, you're going to see me with championship gold. Like a confident man. Nice. That's what you want. Yeah. So now we have Mackenzie Mitchell with Index. Mackenzie asks, asks if they have set a date for the wedding. Then Dexter hands Mackenzie an invitation saying, You are cordially invited to the wedding of Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell on Tuesday, September 14th. Yay. Indy then falls into Dexter's arm, puckers her lips. Dexter does nothing, so she grabs his head and pushes it down, and they kiss. Jesus. On to our next match between Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter versus J.C. Jane and G.G. Dolan. Damn. Their entrance is pretty awesome. Oh, that, that is pretty awesome. They look awesome. It's a nice new tag team uh, here they got going. I love it. Very excited for this tag team, you know? Maybe maybe, maybe they're going to do something here. Maybe. Stay tuned. So before the match, they showed us a TikTok video that Casey and Caden did. They say that they're watching TakeOver and want the tag titles. 
Now they're showing us a tweet from JC Jane, and it says, at Casey Catanzaro, at WWE Caden, we've seen your TikTok. Watching NXT TakeOver is as close as you will ever get to competing in one. Damn. <clears throat> Shit talking. So the match starts with Gigi doing a Bronco Buster on Casey. Damn. Okay. <laughs> I still can't believe we're doing the Bronco mm, Buster. Yeah. How you doing? Mm-hmm. Then followed by a running senton onto Casey as she's in the corner. This results in a quick one count. Then later, Jane hits a pump kick on Caden, but Casey breaks it up at two. Caden tags in Casey, and they hit their assisted 450 splash onto Juicy. JC for the win! Uh, so, let's no, let's not push his new tag team. No! Let's keep pushing these midgets, as Vince would say. <sighs> That's okay. They'll be future endeavored very soon. I was a little shocked that they won. Yeah. I was a little uh, upset that they didn't give a push to the <laughs> Juicy JC. Whatever. I, I don't care about her. I just care about Gigi Dolan. They're, they look good together, man. Yeah, they do look good together. All right. So now after that, Double K go up to the announce table, Bob, and they're yelling at the announce team that they want the tag team titles. I don't get this. Why do you go up to the announce team? You are literally surrounded by cameras. Call out the champs. Yeah. Right? What are that you doing? Would, that would make sense. Stupid. All right. So that's going to bring us into our first promo of the night, and that is Raquel Gonzalez with Mackenzie Mitchell. Raquel, congratulations on your victory. The road to takeover was incredibly personal and emotional for you. How are you feeling now? Leading up to takeover, I meant every word I said. That girl is tougher than nails. I almost jingona bombed her through the mat. But if I know Dakota, I know this isn't over. Why? I want to get your thoughts real quick on Kaylee. Why is it not over? It's one match. Kaylee Ray. I have been waiting on that girl to make the trip and cross the pond. I know all about her and her NXT UK title run. What was it? 600 plus days as champion? I'll tell KLR the same thing I've told every other woman on this roster. It makes no difference to me who steps up. Get in line, cut the line, take a number, me vale. You could be doing... See, that's where you're wrong, Campia. Frankie Monet. There's a difference. I'm the difference. I don't wait in line. They open up the velvet rope and I just walk on in. So you don't have to be worried about your little friend kicking you in the face or Kaylee Ray stealing your spotlight. I'll take your shine and your championship in the process. <laughs> Good talk. Oh, I, I don't. Wait. Well, why not? You haven't done anything to impress us. Nothing. What have you done to, to get in a women's well, Bob, championship she, she, seat? She beat some jobbers. She beats a lot of jobbers. Yeah. That's saying something, right? And with the Dakota Kai thing, why not is it over? You just beat her for the championship in That's dominating right. fashion. It should be over. It should be over. So are you saying that you're going to have three feuds at the same time? Frankie Monet, Dakota Kai, and the NXT UK chick? Oh, uh, yeah. What's her name? Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray. I apologize. I don't remember your That's name because right. who are you? I don't care about you. So after that, we had a video vignette of oh. Kaylee Ray. That is all. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. So next, we have uh, another interview with Arash Mark. That is a hard name to say. Arash Markegas? Mark 
Marchese. Marchese? Marchese. With uh, Odyssey Jones. Osmosis Jones. There you go. Next for you. If you get that win tonight. I don't know. I feel like thinking that far, even though it's just the next day, it's just too far. Carmelo Hayes, again, I can't say enough. Talented competitor. So much charm, so much charisma, so much speed, athleticism, witty, quick. The list goes on and on. But uh, it's going to be tough. Uh, toughest person I've been against in my WWE career so far. But, you know, I, I got to win. It's, it's everything right now. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right. That's going to lead us into our next match between you know her, you love her, Valentina Feroze. Who the hell are you? Versus Kaylee Ray. Ray hits a super kick followed by a gory bomb for the win. That's perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Kaylee Ray crushes Jobber. Yes. This is how you're supposed to make debuts. Yeah. If you're going to come in like a hot prospect, I want to see you crush someone. Because especially if she's going to be going up against Dakota Kai, you Mm -hmm. want her to look strong. That's right. That is how you fucking book people. Do it. All right. So now we are backstage with Gigi and JC, licking their wounds, kind of. Oh, yeah. They're licking something. Oh, yeah. And Mandy Rose walks up to them and says, ladies, if you never want to feel like this again, come with me and never look back. JC and Gigi are like, hmm, okay. And they go off with Mandy. You notice that uh, Mandy starts looking back to see if she's following them. Never look back and she starts looking back. Yeah. Did you see how they just stopped? Walking, because they thought the camera was going to (laughs) be off by then. (laughs) I thought she was already with them. Yeah, because they showed them together before. Yeah, so, no. So they completely erased that that happened. They'll never know. Let's do it again! Got it. No, you didn't. It flew up. Oh, you bastard. So I still don't understand why Manny Rose went to NXT. Just done nothing. Yeah, what is the point of this? It's so stupid. At least when she was on the main roster, she was kind of like, uh, well, she was on Raw, so she was kind of competing. Yeah, she was making out with, uh, what's his name? Otis? Otis. That was a while ago, but she was, who was she? Uh, she was a tag team with somebody. Oh, she was, um, uh, what's her name on SmackDown, I think? Yeah, she's on SmackDown now. The, the, no, the, the the black hair? Yes. What's her name? Uh, doesn't matter. She's with the other guy. I can't remember his name. Yeah, do- doesn't matter. But you you moved her down to NXT. Now NXT is changing. Yeah. So yeah. is is she on the chopping block? Future Endeavor, Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose, welcome to AEW. But do you think that's everything that Vince would want? Yeah. She looks good. She's a stereotypical hot blonde. Top right. Top right. Yes, sir. That's what Vince does. So <sighs> I don't understand why she's NXT. I don't. I don't. Get it. I don't get it, buddy. I don't get it. I mean, I understand Samoa Joe, who's like, I'm going to save your job by putting you in NXT. Bust a nut. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of Joe, we have an in-ring promo slash challenge from Samoa Joe. At NXT TakeOver 36, I stood in this ring across from the most dominant champion in NXT history. At NXT TakeOver 36... I walked down carrying cross. I beat him up, and I now stand before you the first ever three-time NXT champion. I won, not two, but three. Three-time, three-time. And believe me, that fact should make tonight a night for celebration. But I did not come dressed to celebrate. Because you see, being a three-time NXT champion, I have the benefit of experience. 
and experience tells me that to be NXT champion is to be king in the land of savages. Yes. Yeah. And in the land of savages, there is no time to celebrate. As a matter of fact, when I arrived at the arena today, I noticed the tension in the air was a little bit more palpable. Oh, the tension. handshakes were a bit colder. It's electric. And the stairs, the stairs were a bit bolder. So now I've come out here to answer one simple question. Who amongst you is willing to stop staring and come out here and actually step to me? Time is now. The champ is waiting. All right, so <clears throat> the first one to come out, I say the first one, is Pete Dunne. He accepts and says... And Joe, don't make me provoke. Oh, uh, ha, 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 ha. Oh, uh, ha. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Is that good enough for you? That's perfect. All right. Then L.A. Knight comes out. Yeah. And he accepts. He says it would have taken him 43 seconds to dust off Carrying Cross. 43 you, seconds. You just lost. You just lost your million-dollar championship to to not to Camper Crimes to Grimes, who's nothing close to being cross. So is that what it is? No. So now he can challenge for the championship after losing his other championship. But wait, he then tries to enter the ring, and Dunn says, "If you take one more step, I'm gonna break every one of your fingers." Missed him. That was kind of cool. But then. Kyle O'Reilly comes out. And oh, says, yeah, because that's what I really watch. Yes. Says, La Knight's only chance of winning anything is a Stone Cold Steve Austin knockoff vest competition. So, crickets? Let's get, let's get, bloop, bloop, let's get bloop, ratings bloop, by bloop, bloop. mentioning Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's, that's for Twitter right there. That's to get Twitter yeah. bait. Yeah. And Stone Cold is probably like, keep my goddamn name out of your mouth. Well, he's still employed by them, I think, isn't he? Yeah, he does. Uh, he does. Uh, like the podcast thing. But yeah, he's not a legends deal. But even he's like, goddamn Kyle O'Reilly, gonna give you a stunner. That'd be awesome. And then Ridge Holland comes out and headbutts Cool Kyle, knocking him down. Oh, more headbutts! See the theme tonight? Oh yeah. Dune then tries to jump Joe, but Joe sees it coming. And as they score off, Joe points to the ropes as Tommaso Ciampa comes in and attacks Pete Dunne. But then Ridge Holland pulls Ciampa down and headbutts him. Then Knight comes in to attack Joe, but gets a headbutt for his trouble. Told you. Oh, God. Now Ciampa is eyeing up Joe as Joe raises the belt held high as his music plays. Now that I want to see. Ciampa Joe? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yes. He's looking for Goldie. He wants Goldie Damn. back. Ooh. So next we see Grimes and Ted DiBiase walking out to Ted's limo. And Grimes says that the million dollar belt belongs to you, Ted. You should keep it. So Grimes hands him the belt and starts to walk away. But Ted calls him back and hands him the million dollar belt in quotes. And says to Grimes, every time you look at that belt, you're going to know who you are. Grimes then says, wait, this belt doesn't feel right. Grimes then opens it up, the belt, 
and says WWE Shop Replica Championship. Ah, that's good. Ted laughs as the limbo pulls away, and Grimes goes, "That damn Ted DiBiase." He's back to being a heel. I didn't mind that. Yeah, they that was a a good ending to that that skit that they were doing. Good. Now it's over. It's, yeah, done. it's over. So we we introduced the million dollar championship for what a month, and then we got rid of it already. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye. Jesus, why? Uh, why did we do that? I don't know, but at least they ended it in a pretty good 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 way. We won't have to see DiBiase any anytime soon. It's fine. Whatever. All right. Next up after that, we have the NXT Breakout Tournament Finals match between Carmelo Hayes versus Odyssey Jones. Hayes, Hayes goes for a springboard body press, but Jones catches Hayes and slams him to the ground. Cut to commercial. Back from commercial, the crowd is chanting, Let's go, Mellow Odyssey! That was pretty cool. That was great. So Hayes hits a pump kick followed by a jumping knee to the face on Odyssey. Hayes follows that up with an axe kick to the back of Jones' head for a two count. Mellow then goes for a hurricanrana, but Jones counters that into a shoulder breaker. And as Jones crawls over to pin, Hayes rolls out of the ring. Smart move. And Jones goes for a spear in the corner, but Hayes moves, causing Joe to hit the ring post. Hayes takes advantage of the stunned Jones and goes to the top rope and hits the famous sir. Down goes Jones, but Jones starts to hulk up after this, Bob. It's weird. That was his finisher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hayes tries again for his finisher, but Jones moves and hits a big splash. Covers, and at the two count, Hayes turns Jones over his cover into a crucifix pin for the win. What'd you think of that? I hated it. Yeah. We've already seen Carmelo Hayes before. Yeah. Before the break of tournament. Yeah. He's wrestled on the main roster. Mm -hmm. And now you got a guy to break out. A a Mm -hmm. guy you think is a Vince. actual breakout guy. A a Vince guy, too. A big, Big. strong, athletic He's great. Ozzy Jones is great. And you have him lose to the most effective finisher in all of professional wrestling, the roll-up. The roll-up. That should just be somebody's finisher. I don't hit you with a maneuver. I just roll you up. Roll you up. There you go. Jones is upset but shakes Carmelo's hand in a sign of good sportsmanship. And he should murder him afterwards. Absolutely. Then go heel and just run amok. Then Regal and Hayes are on the stage, and Regal says he has won a contract to face any NXT champion of his choosing. Hayes says it's too early to choose, and when Carmelo Anthony takes a shot, I don't miss. He's going to go after uh, Hit Row. He's going to go after Swerve. Cool. That, that actually might be a good match. It would be a really good yeah. match. They're both quality Very wrestlers. good wrestlers, both of them. And uh, it's something I would want to see. I, w- I would. So after that, we have uh, Pete Dune and his boys. Here you go. I don't care how many people want to walk out, interrupt me, and stake their claim to the NXT title. Because, Joe, every time I've been face-to-face with you, I saw the look in your eye. You know how this ends. The Bruiserweight NXT Champion. Five months out. Five long months in solitude. Thrown at the bottom of a pile and forgotten about. Well, tonight, the bottom has changed. Everybody knows Danny and I didn't lose the NXT Tag Team titles. So that means Danny and I are the rightful NXT Tag Team Champions. Tommaso Ciampa, I'm going to make sure that you end up just like your old pal, Timothy Thatcher, on the shelf. We start this, and we will finish it. 
Okay, just stay healthy. It's missing something. What's it missing? It's missing. Oh, it's what? missing Pat McAfee. This, oh, this is just, yes. That's his stable. That's his stable. It's just missing Pat McAfee. It's not the same. It's not as impactful when you had that guy run in his mouth. That was great, man. And, of course, he's going to be gone for a while because he tested positive for yeah. COVID. He's fine. He's posting shit on Twitter. Well, of and course. He's, he's completely uh, asymptomatic. But, you know, rules are rules. Those rules suck. Anyway. Yeah. Whatever. All right. So after that, we have uh, Boa with Mei Ying, otherwise known as Tian Shaw. Yeah. Where, where is Ai by the way? Yeah, where happened to her? She Was she future endeavored? <laughs> so, first it started off as Ted Shaw. Now, Ted Shaw's the stable name? I think so. That's the, the, the team name or whatever. Why do they keep changing it? Just pick a name and stick with it. Who cares? Confused the shit out of us last week. Yeah, seriously. More confused than a bastard at a family reunion. <laughs> that was good. So, <clears throat> and he is taking on... Zion Quinn? Who the hell are you? Never heard of this guy either. Match starts with a series of strong kicks and knees on Quinn. Boa then turns to Mei Ying and motions for him. She motions for him to finish his opponent. Finish him! Yeah. Destroy him. Mortal Kombat style. But when Boa turns around, Quinn hits a running diving forearm to Boa for the win. That was freaking nice. So now Quinn's celebrating. He's starting to back up the ramp. You know, he's like, yeah, yeah, I won. I actually won a match. He turns around and he's like, Whoa. Mei Ying's there. Whoa. What the? What? He's like, oh, hell no. And he runs, jumps over a wall and leaves the, uh, r- the ring area. Oh, hell no. You're like that scary chick from the ring. Yeah. No, hell no. Or the grudge. I, uh, I liked the grudge. That's good. I actually could uh, argue that the remake of The Grudge, the American remake, was better than the Japanese one. I, was, I almost watched that today. It's funny you said that. Very nice. All right. Here's uh, the last promo for NXT. It is Johnny in the office of William Regal. I've always seen you as an unspoken member of the family. You know, where there's a William, there's a way, right? Ah. So mm. I need you to do just one tiny little favor for me. Just one little Cancel this wedding, right? Cancel no. it. No, I'm not going to cancel it. Why? The Their relationship started here on NXT, and Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis, it's only right that they get married here on NXT. No, that's bad. No one wants to see that. It's going to be great TV. It's bad TV. No, it's going to be good TV. Bad Watching TV. you go crazy, no cuckoo bananas. Oh, no, you don't. You don't cuckoo use the bananas. bananas. No, bananas. Bananas. Cuckoo bananas. No, it's, it's bananas. bananas. It's bananas. <laughs> <laughs> it is not bananas. Just see what happened with Samoa Joe, his big bowling ball head. head. Hey, we gotta not. do something about he that. I need to. No, no, hey, no, he did not. Gotta go down. Out. Hit no, me. Get out. What do you mean? Get out. Get out. Get out. No, get him out. No, no, no. I need to get out. Don't you talk to me like that. Why me? Don't you make that face? Why me? Don't you make that Everything Johnny does is good. It's it's fantastic. Bananas. It's bananas. Bananas. All right, so next we have Malcolm Bivens with Roddy Strong training with Julius and Brutus Creed. Who the hell are you? Bivens says that next week they will have an open challenge. And that is going to lead us right into our main event between Hit Row versus Legato del Fantasma. Yeah. So uh, Legato del Fantasma come out in full lucha dress. Bob, see that? It looked good. looked very good. So, as the match goes on, Top D picks up both Wild and Mendoza in a fireman's carry. And then Escobar goes for a crossbody, but Top D catches him and then flings off the, the fireman 
fireman's carry and slams Escobar down to the mat. That was kind of impressive. He was holding up three grown men all at the same time. Mendoza then hits a springboard missile dropkick, followed by a falcon arrow on Ashante. But Swerve breaks it up at two with a house call. Now Escobar and Swerve are in, and Swerve hits a flatliner, followed by a 450. But before the 450, Phantasma tried to knock Swerve off the top rope when Top D runs and flips off the stairs into Wild and Mendoza, knocking them down to the ground. That big son bitch just ran and did a flip off the steps, man. That's great. Yeah, really, really good. Top D is impressing me tonight. I have here in my notes. He is. Swerve then throws Escobar over the top rope and then goes for a kick to the face from the apron. But Escobar counters, flipping Swerve onto the apron. Then B-Fab pushes Escobar from behind into the ring apron and the post. She's like, what you gonna do, huh? Come on, hit me, I'm a girl. She says, I'm tired of this. Then she turns around and Electra Lopez? Who the hell are you? Is there and she hits B-Fab in the stomach with a lead pipe. I know who did it. It was Electra at the ring with the lead pipe. Nice. Yeah. She then tosses the pipe to Swerve in the ring. He catches it, and Swerve is trying to give it to the ref. And this is going on. Escobar rolls up Swerve for the win. This is interesting. The most effective finishing maneuver in wrestling history. So far. No roll up. Legato poses on stage with their newest member. Fade to black. That's NXT, baby. That's what you need. To, that's what you need. You need another female. Yeah, perfect. She hey. looked. She looked good. Hmm. So, well, whatever. We'll see what. We'll see where they go with this, Bob. Where is this going to lead? I don't know. I do not know. But we will be back right after this. <laughs> Well, hello again, people. It is time uh, hello. for your game, favorite game show. Heal or no heal. I'm your host, uh, Bob. And, and I'm Jay. And Jay, our only contestant. Yes, so I like my chances. <laughs> Back for another <laughs> week. So, Jay, how you feel today? You ready? Confident. You ready for this game? Feel confident, Bob. All right. So we got to start off the list today with Samoa Joe. Ooh, good one. Good one. He's a... Uh, hmm. I am going to go with a face. I don't know, because that's the point of this game. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Let's see. He was challenging people this week. He threatened to kill Carrie across another week. Demanding William Regal sign him to a contract. That's heel as shit right there. Yeah, that is some real heel shit. All right. Okay. Up in the air. Our next contestant, Brock Lesnar. Well, I don't know. He didn't do anything yet. He's been reported to come as a face. He did uh, take John Cena to Suplex City. Yeah, I enjoyed that. So he's definitely a face in my book. <laughs> Let's go with face. He's Brock f- Lesnar is a baby face. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Here's our next contestant, Edge. Ooh, he's turning heel. 
Yeah, after that brood entrance. By the way, that brood entrance yeah. cost Gay Grail a shot at AEW. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah. So apparently AEW was going to have Gay Grail and even do that sort of entrance. But since Edge did it on SummerSlam, they had to scrap it. No. But they paid Gay Grail money for appearance anyway. What did he appear on? He was going to appear on Dynamite. All right. That, that That's been why cool. Dynamite was so screwed up this week. Thanks, Edge. Ruin everything. Yep. So what are we going with? Heel or no heel? Edge. He, 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 I'm going heel. All right. We'll see how that one pans out later. Here's our next one. Tommaso Ciampa. Right now, he's a face. He is a face. Yeah. But... Pretty easy. I mean, he was staring at Samoa Joe like he wants he wants that belt back, man. All right. Now our last contestants. Yeah, hit me. Kaden Cutter and Casey Cannonzaro. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> they were screaming at the announcers. That's very heel. That's heelish. They're demanding title shots. That's heelish. But Gigi Dolan and Juicy Jane, they're heels, right? I don't know. Is Mandy Rose a heel? I don't know. I just don't know. All right. Who knows? We don't have an answer for you on that one. And honestly, Jay was had the right Who answer. Gives shit? Who gives a shit? And that is heel or no, no heel. heel. There you go. There you go. No Taz this week. Taz, you were lazy. Disappointed. Yeah, it was. I was, The show was forty something minutes. I'm at the point. I'm close to forty minutes. Like so far, nothing. Yeah, it was disappointing. So I, I stopped. Just uh, have it. us uh, sing some more. Uh, sing some more Jungle Boy music. Will yeah. You? But when's the next album gonna drop? That's what I want to know about. Oh yeah, seriously. How about uh, Taz sings the Christmas ferrets? Oh hell. <laughs> hey yo. Hey. Hey, Santa Claus. Hey, yo, Santa Claus. It's me, Taz. Don't be a scumbag. Yeah. You douche. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. And all that shit. All Jing- that renegade shit. Jingle bells. I'll give you jingle bells. Get over his stocks with your jingle bells. Hit him in his sandbag. Oh, God. I don't think that was sand in the bag. Still, nothing. That- nothing's better than that Twitter <laughs> account of Taz just vibing yeah. the different songs. Just chilling. It's cool. <laughs> Someone has way too much time on their hands. Yeah. So that's going to bring us into AEW. WWE Dynamite. WWE Dynamite. Nice. Dynamite! Oh, JR. Your senility is getting sad. <laughs> it's already past comical. It's now just sad. Yes. So match number one of the night. Orange Cassidy versus Matt Hardy. I know we're all excited for this one. Can't wait. This match starts off with Cassidy hitting his patented sloth kicks, while Matt responds with delete after every kick. I kind of like that. That was, that was a nice little standoff That's pretty there. good. Orange sets up for the super sloth kick, only for Hardy to stop him. He then puts his own hands in his <laughs> pockets and Come pulls on. out wads of cash. That was great. Cassidy then hits an actual drop kick, sending Matt rolling out of the ring and the money everywhere. Orange then reach down, reaches down, grabs a $100 bill, folds it over, and sticks it in his pocket. Boom. Now they battle on the outside until they return to the inside, and Matt starts to dominate. <laughs> Matt, who has already collected all the money off the ground, suplexes Cassidy. He then reaches into Cassidy's pocket and retrieves his it money takes back. the money back. <laughs> that was great. 
Art starts to fight back, but his momentum is quickly snuffed out after Hardy hits a crucifix sit-down powerbomb for a two-count. That looked nice. Yeah. This match wasn't... It was pretty good. Now we get a sequence... Now we get the sequence of the match, Jay. Hit me. Hardy tries to use the twist of fate, but Orange escapes and tosses Hardy out of the ring. Orange then lands a suicide dive and quickly rolls Matt back into the ring. Cassidy heads to the top rope and dives at Hardy... But instead of landing the crossbody correctly, he lands on Matt Hardy's head and face, busting him wide open, and blood starts pouring everywhere. Matt Hardy has the worst fucking luck in AEW. Oh, yeah. He's almost died. How many times now? Jesus. He gets concussed by missing a crash pad. Uh Uh-huh. Sammy Guevara tries to murder him with a chair. Oh, that was bad. Uh, Cassidy tries to take his head off with a crossbody. Yep. It just never ends. Never ends. And then Cassidy lands the satellite DDT for a two count, but he's bleeding. I thought they were going to end this. Yeah. They, they I, probably should have. I think it's a bad busted lip. I don't think it was a broken nose. No? It, I saw pictures of him. It didn't look like he had the, the, the typical, like, where you get the black and blue around your mm-hmm. nose area. I'm doing a visual on an yes. audio podcast. Right. This okay. really works real well. But, yeah, I, I think it's just, like, he must have just split his lip bad because mm-hmm. he was bleeding. It was when, when Matt Hardy gets cut, he gets cut. Yeah, he's a gusher. He's a gusher. Oh, God, squirter too. Cassidy then goes to the top rope, does the Hardy pose, puts his hands back in his pockets, and hits a senton bomb. That's cool. He then tries for a twist of fate, but Matty, Matt oh. fights out of it, and then hits a elbow drop from the top rope onto the back of Cassidy for a two count. Matt goes for a twist of fate that's reversed into a twist of fate by Cassidy for two. Cassidy then goes for the orange punch, but Matt Hardy tries to lock up in his chicken wing submission. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, it's fine. But Cassidy reverses that submission into a sit-down teabag pin for the win. (laughs) (laughs) Sit-down teabag? Yep. Who the hell are you? (laughs) I hope you like balls on your face. Oh, pew, pew, pew. So that's going to bring us into our first promo night, and that is Malachi Black. See, I actually agree with your dad. I think you're in over your head, Brock. Let's I'm a fair man. Never mind. So I'm going to give you a way out. Not even close. We're going to both get in that ring, and we're going to have the official ring the bell. The only difference is you're going to roll out, or you're going to get disqualified. You're going to take your 10 seconds, and then you're going to look me in the eyes, and you're going to say, I am sorry, Mr. Black. And then you're going to take your dad and you're going to walk back to the locker room and you're going to think about the idiocracy that you were about to commit yourself to. Well, you put him and in time out? if this goes any different than how I am describing it right now, then remember, I'm a man of my words. And I will not just take it out on you. I will take it out on your dad, on Cody, on Dustin, and anyone even remotely associated with the Nightmare family. It's very North Korea of him. You know, I thought he Jeez. said, you know, you're going to come up to me and you're going to say, I love you. <laughs> That's what I was expecting. I love you. That's what I was expecting. I guess not. I guess Malachi Black really is I a like, bad guy. I like Malachi Black on the mic. I like what he's doing here. He's finally allowed to speak. He's good. He's good. Love it. So, now Jericho comes out to the ring. Uh-huh. He grabs a microphone and starts talking about his recent dealings with MJF. He wants to fight MJF one last match, and he has a proposal. One more match. 
One more match. And that's where we're going to start with Jericho and his proposal. If you're listening backstage, because I think you're going to want to hear this, this is my proposal. I'm proposing one more match. One final fight. To those people there saying what, go fuck yourself. At All Out on September 5th. long and hard and I'm serious when I say this. If I, love I you. can't yeah. beat MJF, maybe I don't belong in AEW anymore. New Japan confirmed. It's confirmed. inside my head if I can't beat MJF, maybe I don't deserve to be the champion anymore. Makes sense, you're not a champion. You still got so this it. This is what I propose. If you MJF, I will go to that commentary table full time on Rampage. Hell, maybe someday I'll commentate Dynamite as well. Because if you beat me, yes, please. I will never wrestle in AEW again. Wow. That's heavy, fellas. I'll say it twice. If you beat me, I will never wrestle in AEW again. MJF, if you want to prove that you're better than me, you're gonna have to damn well get rid of me, and this is your chance. What do you say? For real. Go away! Like a creepy stalker. You know, Chris, you might have these people fooled, but I'm not an idiot like all these people in Milwaukee. No, no. Hey. See, I see right through you, Chris. The reason you keep coming back to me over and over again is because over a year ago, you saw my meteoric rise to the top, and you realized if you wanted to stay relevant, you needed a rub from the youngest and fastest rising star in the history of professional wrestling. Well, guess what, Chris? You're cash cow? Daddy's all out of milk. Hell, my udders are sore. <laughs> Burn, bro. Then I would never wrestle you again. However, while it is incredible to be able to look at every single one of these people, while it is incredible to be able to look at every single one of you haters watching me in your living rooms and say, I tapped out Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. Now that's legendary. So you know what, Chris? You want the match? You did! 
Butts and butts. 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 I want you to really consider this, Chris. I want you to really mull this one over because you are putting your in-ring career on the line against the same man who has mopped the floor with you not once, not twice, but three times. Three times, lady. You sure you want this match, bud? Because if I were you, I wouldn't. Because I'm better than you. Nice. And you know it. And you know it. So there you go. Another match for All Out. You know he's losing because Fozzie's going on tour. Yes, he is. They're going on tour. They're actually touring at the same time. Because mm, yeah. he's actually been at dates. That's true. So, who knows? Who the hell knows? Is he really going to lose for a fourth time? Come on, man. Have some. It's Chris freaking Jericho. Come on. That's why I don't think he's going to lose. <clears throat> I think he's going to win this time. But, uh, Jesus Christ, how many times do we need to see this match? Uh, I know. It's getting WWE level. It is. So, now there's another promo. This time for the Varsity Blondes. Yeah. Rose. You guys are the most explosive and dynamic team in the whole world today. Talk about and the Lucha by Brothers. by far be yes. our toughest task. Not just the hoes. And yeah, like you hoes. guys might be the Lucha Bros. <laughs> they could be good. But Bloodline doesn't define family. We are a family. Tonight you're stepping in the ring with the number one ranked tag team in all elite wrestling. And while our bond may not be blood, our bond is something a lot thicker. And that's our combined goal of advancing in this tournament and going to All Out and challenging the Young Bucks for the AEW Tag Team Championships inside of a steel cage. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, no. And we'll see that no right now. Match number two, the Lucha Brothers versus the Varsity Blondes. Sitting at ringside is Jurassic Express. Why? Because they're going to be fighting the winners of this match. Friday night on Rampage. But why are they sitting with the fans? It's stupid. It's it is cliche. It's, it's very cliche. Dumb. Uh, also, the young bucks appear along with the good brothers. Well, they've been doing that. They to stand on the stage. Right. on the stage. Right. And watch. God Excuse bless me. you. We move forward into the match, coming back for picture picture because that's when stuff actually gets interesting. This was a very slow off match. Was this the match where they screwed up picture in picture? Did, did, did you catch that? No, that comes later. <laughs> Trust me, I'm going to talk about it. So, Penta rolls through Pillman very slowly, then executes a terrible-looking DDT <clears throat> on Griff Garrison. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Pillman knows how to do that maneuver, because no. that takes two to tango on that roll. Mm-hmm. He tags in his brother, who uses a series of kicks on Pillman, ending with a springboard drop kick. Phoenix then runs into the corner, and jumping out of it to hit a spinning back kick on Griff Garrison. Knocking him to the outside. Okay. My God, I love Phoenix. He's he's amazing to watch, man. He's 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 phenomenal. He's angelic. If you Phoenix will. then turns around and hits a rolling cutter on Pillman, but only only for the pin to be broken up by Griff Garrison. Uh, they tr- they try to hit a package pile driver. That's Penta tries to hit a package pile driver on Garrison on the apron, only for Pillman to kick him in the face and knock him to the floor. Phoenix then drives. Drags Pillman to the outside by his ankles, and the Lucha Brothers hit stereo super kicks. Phoenix, with the help of his brother, also hits a assisted suicide dive on the Varsity Blondes. That looked awesome. That was cool. 
Ray jumps and Penta just get throws a him into extra him. momentum there. They get back in the ring and Pillman uses a high stack power bomb for a two count. The blondes then use a spinning back fist springboard elbow combo only for Penta to break up the pin. Garrison is quickly dispatched out of the ring and the Lucha Brothers hit back and forth super kicks on Pillman. They then end the match with stereo super kicks and an assisted package pile driver for the win. And the funny part is Penta tries to ta- uh, tries to get the pin, but he's not the legal man, so Phoenix throws him off and pins him. Get out of here. It's like, dude, you're not supposed to pin here. <laughs> Come on, bro. After the match is over, Jurassic Express confronts the Lucha Brothers, because that's what's going to happen every time. Hey, we're going to beat you. I swear the to young, God. The Young Bucks then appear from behind and push Jurassic Express into the Lucha Brothers, trying to get them to fight each other. But instead... Penta and Luchasaurus hit the Bucks with kicks, while Jungle Boy and Phoenix dive on top of the Elite, taking them out. All right. Yeah. I look forward to this match that happened already. Yeah. (laughs) Now we're going to go to our next promo of the night, and it's Andrade El Idiot. El Idiot. You're good. It's undeniable, but you're not as good as you think you are. You and Andrade El Idolo are both undeniably good, but only one. Can be undeniably in Chicago, September 5th. You and me face to face. A deep dish pizza. Chicago style. Andrade, el ídolo. Me, you, Red Wings game, shootout. Me, el Idolo. <laughs> he gets deep into it. He's like, like he's got a fart? He's like the Grizzle Young Vets. But, uh, you know, the, Latin style. Yes. Johnny <laughs> El Idiot. <laughs> Stroke. Uh, <laughs> Dead. Me, your Chicago style deep dish. With the pepperonis. It's the green peppers. Maybe we get a salad on the side. So we don't feel like complete assholes. It makes it feel better. Like you didn't eat a whole bunch of carbs. I can't do extra sauce because it gives me agita. I ran out of that stuff. The Zantac cannot take anymore. I need Zelina Vega back in my life. (laughs) So now we're going to go to match number three. Jamie Hayter versus Red Velvet. I like her. Who? Jamie Hayter. I like Jamie Hayter, too. Very much. Now, this was a pretty good match, and it had some really good action. <clears throat> it did. Until we get to the end of it. It's true. But before we get to that, Red Velvet, during this match, uses some really nice-looking suicide dives, where she just throws herself, and Hayter just commits and lands on her back. Yeah. Overall, Red Velvet wasn't bad. Did you see the, her complete botch that I put on the, on the page? Oh, of course. Oh, so bad. terrible. Ex- Excalibur then tries to throw out to a uh, commercial break, only for the match to continue for a couple more minutes. <laughs> and they're not saying anything. And that was awkward. I loved it. I think Excalibur just got up to go take a pee. And Tony's like, why'd you do that? Well, I had to go. <laughs> I'm old. When you gotta go, you gotta go. So let's get to the ending, because Please. that's what matters. Velvet hits a pair of double knees, sending Hater to the ground. Red then goes for her standing moonsault and completely fucking misses. And I'm going to use the F-bomb there because it's <laughs> you're, we're going to essentiate this. Red, do better. 
I can honestly say she hasn't done that match, that move at all, where it looked good. Never. 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 So I think Tony Khan should say, it's time to take that out of your arsenal. Yes. You cannot do that. Either that, or I want you to put a practice dummy in the ring and hit a hundred of them in a row, and then you can do it again. Mm-hmm. Just stand a little further away. Yeah. But like a pro, she sells it. She sells that she missed and hit her head. Mm-hmm. So that's a nice recovery, you know? Yeah. I mean, what else are you going to do? Yeah. But this match ends right after that because Jamie hits a backbreaker and then d- kills her with a clothesline. Yeah. The- so it was a great looking clothesline. B- before you're going to say who came out, she reminds me a lot of the person that comes out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. After the match is over, uh, the heels beat down on Velvet only for her to be saved by Chris Statlander. Yeah. Who takes everybody down with one punch except for Britt Baker. That, that's who I was referencing. Uh, yeah. Jamie Hayter. Like body type, wrestling style, very much. Oh, like, I love, I like love Chris it. Chris Statlander. It's gonna be a, yeah. be a slobber knocker. I can't wait. But uh, way to make her look weak though. I Chris know. Statlander hits her with one punch and she yeah, goes down. That's not good. That's well. Let's go to something else that's not good. What are you, Anthony Agogo? A a promo from the Dark Order. Hey, Anthony Agogo. Who the hell are you? Yeah, Cody just killed him and sent him to the Shadow Realm. Weird. You say Dark Order? You say Dark Order? I said. Order is a unit, and all units have their obstacles. I got a unit. We just one ourselves only a couple weeks ago when some of you weren't out there to support me and Stu Grayson. But that's okay. We all stand together now because Dark Order supports their friends. <laughs> you have something to say, Alex. As a matter of fact, I do. It's because of you and Stu that Hangman got beat up by the super illegal. Hangman wanted that, you know it. Look, either way, we haven't seen or heard from Hangman since, and that's on you. You know very well that I made the decision that was right for all of ourselves. So if you don't like that, take a step back, hang about in John Shadow where you belong. Whoa! Oh, damn. I'm, guys, I'm really sorry. Alex, I, I didn't you know what, you know what, I'm done with all of this. More specifically, I'm done with you. You need to wake up your mind. Just because your stupid name has the number one in it doesn't make you the leader of the Dark Order. Come on, guys. Too far. Alex, it's Alex. It's time. I'm sorry. I, I, look, I went. I thought we were supposed to be a family, dude. Too far, man. Too far. Too far. Dude. 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 Dude, where's my car? Dude. Dude. Whoa. Bro. Wow. Nachos. So now we're going to the ring where Tony is... <laughs> interviewing CM Punk. We didn't take all the audio. We just took a little bit of it because he pretty much repeats himself twice. Yes. yes, it's, yeah. So go ahead, Jay. Let's hear fit from CM Punk. Let's go to the videotape. We're here, Senate. It's Penta El Cero Miedo. It's Ray Phoenix. It's Brian Pillman Jr. It's Jungle Boy. But before all those young names... There's one guy. And his name is John Cena. (laughs) But you can't see him. Putting Darby over again. So I'm going to go ahead and retire the nickname Voice of the Voiceless because I don't need to be that anymore. This place has a voice. And there's people back there that listen. 
you're reckless to a point of destruction like you just want to end yourself and I sit back and I look at a guy like you and I look at all the other young talent here in AEW and I say can CM Punk still go? Does CM Punk still have what it takes? Can CM Punk still be the best in the world? And if the answer is yes, it starts with Darby Allen because I look at Darby and I see somebody that would have been my favorite wrestler when I was 15 years old. I look at Darby Allen and I see myself. He's somebody that doesn't necessarily fit the mold of what somebody else thinks a professional wrestler is. Darby's not the biggest, he's not the strongest. Correct. But God damn it, he's got heart. And if I'm gonna answer those questions to myself, can you still go? Can you still be the best? Can you still be the best in the world? Can you dig it, sucker? Exactly where my mind went. Oh, it's this. Did Brian Danielson arrive? That's somebody else's shtick, and you might just be need to be a little bit more patient, okay? Whoa. Spoilers! September 5th! All out! It's me and you, Darby Allen, and it's a lot less about proving the haters wrong, and it's more about proving myself right. Well, nice. Ooh. That's that. So... Stay tuned for news. We have exactly when Daniel Bryan's making his debut. That's right. Stand by for news. Now for our next promo. Jeez. The Redeemer. Miro. I admit to being wrong. And when you have powerful arms like me, it's a tough thing to do. I called Fuego out for taking the easy way into AEW. But then God reminded me there was another. An original sinner. So, Fuego, I will forgive you. OG. And Eddie, I will find you. And I will drag you to the river, and I will hold you under, and you will thank me because I am the judgment. I will commit murder. And God will back me because I am the redeemer. I am Christian. And my wife will love me because I am the champion. Now bring me the Mad King before I burn this place to the ground. So Miro is going to drown Eddie Kingston, kill him, and then he'll be forgiven by God because he'll go to church and uh, do con- that confession. Okay, that's so cool. Just so we're clear there, Miro. So you now we're psycho. Now we're going to go to match number four: Darby Allen, John Moxley, and Eddie Kingston versus the Wingmen. Nice. Now, originally, I think this was supposed to be 2.0 and Garcia, but one of the members of 2.0's wife gave birth to a baby. Uh, that's... Was it Matt Lee? Yeah, Matt Lee. Uh, congratulations, Matt Lee. Yes. Welcome to the club. So, 
the team of Alan Moxley and Kingston win after Darby Allen hits a stutter and a coffin drop. Thank you, sir. After the match is over, Daniel Garcia attacks Darby Allen from behind until he's chased away by Sting and Eddie Kingston. I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with Danny Garcia. I like him. I, so do I. I like him a lot. I like his style, I like his look, I like everything about him. He, he could wrestle. I mean, we haven't had much on, on the mic yet, but what we have had has been fine. It's hard for him to be on the mic when I think 2.0 is just very... That's their thing, they man. They excel. They excel on the mic. Yeah, that is their thing. They're very good at it. Now we go backstage to Alex Marvis interviewing Ty Conte. Uh, top right? Sure. We don't. Do you have this audio? No, I do I, not. Good, because I wrote it all down. They are But they are interrupted by the bunny. The bunny wants to know why Ty is still hanging out with the Dark Order losers. And offers her a contract to join the Hardy family office. Hmm. Ty tells her no and tears up the contract. So the bunny slaps her, and Ty and the bunny brawl until it's broken up by referees. Okay. Now we're going to go to our next promo. Is FTR. And the flesh. Yeah. Just a quick update on Cash. The nerves in his hand are not firing the way that they should. So I can't consciously or confidently sit up here and tell you that FTR is going to come back full-time. I can't tell you that FTR is going to come back part-time. One thing I can tell you, we got to have one more match. And the reason I can tell you that, with every bit of confidence I can muster up in my body, is because I got that approval. I'm not afraid to say I walked out of that match different than I walked in, and I don't know if I'll ever be the same. I don't know if this is ever going to be the same. It's not firing right right now, and that's fine. Where I'm from, you rub some dirt on it, you wrap it up, and you keep going. I can promise you, we're not going to stop until we get our pound of flesh. Top guys, out. Uh, That was effing gross, by the way. Oh, yeah. Disgusting. And, uh... It still doesn't look good with the stitches. No, it looks it looks disgusting. They slow when his uh, arm is getting ripped. Oh. <laughs> so, Don Callis and Kenyon Omega come out to the ring, but before they can say anything, they're interrupted by Christian Cage. Do you have this audio? Uh, this is not only do I have the audio, this is making awards, baby. Ooh. Now, even though the fine folks here in Milwaukee, I'm sure, have had a couple, two, three by now. Yep. It's not nearly enough for them to believe any of the BS that's spewing out of your mouth. You know, there was a video floating around this week, and it explains it. Well, it explains quite a bit. Let's take a look at that right now. I sat down with Don Callis. I said, why don't you bring Kristen Cage back? He says, I have something else in mind. A guy named Kenny, that's his future. And I find out that Kenny is 10 years old. Don Callis booked Kristen Cage in his very first television match in 1996 in Winnipeg, Manitoba, and promptly fired him afterwards. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, hold on a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, just in case anybody was confused on the things that I was saying the past couple weeks, there it is, right there. Don Callis being a carny piece of shit. Ayo. You. You. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. Mr. Callis, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Mr. Callis, look. Hey, Kristen. Hey. You. 
no, 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 no. Oh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news here, Christian, but this backfired extremely poorly in your face. The only thing that video proves right there is that at 10 years old, I was a better athlete than you at 20. And guess what? Fast forward the clock, 27 years later, nothing has changed. <laughs> yeah! You know what that shows? What? That I use my power position to favor my family over talent? You know what that makes me, don't you? <laughs> Love it. standing up. I didn't retain any of that. <laughs> Here's the thing, John. I'm not sure what's weirder. The fact that you manipulated a 10-year-old Kenny Omega or that the adult Kenny Omega is still letting it happen. Oh, 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 oh. hey. You think you know me? <laughs> you think you know me, punk? You know what? So you want to talk about family? You want to be personal? You know what? I got something I'm going to do about that. Hold my scarf. You want to talk about family, Christian? This is making me very upset. What's going on here? Excalibur. What you're going to find out at All Out is what I knew 25 years ago and what the world is going to see at All Out that when Christian Cage stands next to Kenny Omega, you are what you've been your entire career. Second best. Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. So they start to beat down Christian Cage. You think you know me, Bob? You think you know me, Bob? That's so funny. But he's saved by the elite hunter, Frankie Kazarian. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now we go backstage to John Moxley. So we get the FedEx back from Tokyo today. One contract, signed, sealed, delivered. Only one. Only one guy with the balls to step through the door. Only one guy with the balls to chase the boogeyman in New Japan Pro Wrestling. We know who it wasn't. Who was it? So I look at this name, and I wish I'd have wore glasses because I would have adjusted them. I couldn't believe it. Kojima. Satoshi. And I thought, man. you? What a treat for the fans in Chicago to see a legend of New Japan, a legend of all Japan, live and in person. That's a real treat for the fans. And then I started thinking about it and I said, damn, I am insulted. This crazy ass old man wants to step in the ring, go toe to toe with me. Dude, Kojima, Kojima-san, looks like you got a death wish. You want to go out in a blaze of glory, that's fine. So I've said it before and I'll say it again. Once that bell rings, I got no respect for anybody. I'm trying to take your head off every time I hit you. I'm trying to knock you senseless. Every time I drop you on your head, I'm trying to break your neck. Every time I squeeze you by the throat, I'm trying to break your esophagus and put Damn. a hole in it. So you have to eat through a straw Jesus. for the rest of your life. I'm trying to commit a murder. September 5th it all out. The public execution of the legend Satoshi Kojima. Yeah. 
Tavis Wright. So, uh, can we talk about All Out for a second? <clears throat> Please. I think it has too many matches. Okay. Do you have that up in front of you? I don't, but I can get it real quick if you filibustered. I mean, uh, you brought up when they talk about All Out and the matches. Well, I figured that, you know, <laughs> they've been talking about how many matches it has. Even, like, today, they're talking about that we're going to have freaking Jericho versus MJF. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Statlander's going to face Britt Baker. Uh, Big Show. Big Show's... Uh, that's a match that doesn't need to happen. No. Big Sh- Show versus QT Marshall. Save that for Rampage. John Moxley versus this... Uh, versus this, this uh, who are you Who guy? are you? I am I know he's famous, but his name escapes me. Yeah. You got... um. All right, here we go. All our cards so far. We've got Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage. Again. Right. Okay. Britt Baker versus Statlander. Miro versus Kingston. Young Bucks versus Lucha Brothers. Okay. CM Punk versus Allen. Andrade versus Pac. Paul White versus Mark QT Marshall. John Moxley versus Satoshi Jesus Kojima. Christ. MJF versus Jericho. The Women's Casino Battle Royal. And I don't think we're done. Come on. So far, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <clears throat> and the ten so far is a Battle Royal. I smell a four-hour watch-along. I have to go to work the next day. <laughs> I'm going to have... That's right. You work Sundays. No. Uh, oh, is this on a Saturday? This isn't... No, yeah. this is on a Sunday. I thought they were usually on Saturdays, the AEW ones. This is on the 5th of September, which is my daughter's birthday. And that's a Sunday? Yeah. My wife mm. is already not happy. <laughs> Shit. But why? Well, do you want to do a uh, not a watch-along and just cover it, like, say, Monday? What, come over and watch it? No, because I want to watch this. I want to watch CM Punk. You watch it here. That's right. I watch it here. So, yeah, it's going to be fun, but it's like, oh, my God. Well, maybe some of the matches will be quick. Maybe. I mean, we are having a party for my daughter on that Sunday. Did they tell you yet? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're all going to do that. How are we doing this? We're going to just... This starts at 8 o'clock, right? Yeah. So... Wrap up the party by six thirty-seven, and then I'll be over. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but my lord, this is a lot of matches. That is a lot. I think some are going to be not squash matches, but you know, pretty quick. Yeah. Why don't we just make the the QT Marshall Paul White match? Let him give him a knockout punch and end it. Yeah. Just like Done. just like that. Just like that. <laughs> All right. So let's let's keep going. Go ahead. Now we uh now we have our fifth match tonight, the Gun Club. Versus the factory. Blech. Gun Club wins after QT Marshall is distracted by Paul White and he's rolled up by Colton Gunn. Bob. I love you. <laughs> now we go backstage to Dan Lambert and the men of the year. This was epically awesome. I'm flying home from the Houston show thinking I'm just not getting through to you people with the tough love approach of telling the truth about this dumpster fire of a professional wrestling company and something occurs to me. What is rule number one in running a business? Know your customers and give them what they want. You think you Here know I was blaming AEW for feeding you chicken shit knowing you mindless millennials would be eating it up as if it were chicken salad when it's really <laughs> been your fault all along. You actually want to see some 12-year-old looking dorky gymnast that I would stuff into a locker back in high school 
Get on his knee and propose to his girlfriend instead of getting into a fist fight. You want to see the bastard child of Marilyn Manson and Tony Hawk skateboarding into the Jesus. arena while reading a comic book? You want to see some lazy douche in tight jeans and sunglasses wrestle with his hands in his pockets so he can feel cocky in the ring? What you don't want to see is real men because you are not real men. You don't want to see tough guys because Ooh. you're not tough. Soft and weak wants to see soft and weak. You want to drink your $8 soy lattes, watch videos on TikTok, and go to wrestling shows in safe spaces where it's perfectly acceptable to break down and cry like a baby because your favorite wrestler shows up to work? You don't have to own the toughest team in the world to realize your generation needs some help. And the only way I'm going to help you is by providing role models for you to look up to. Real men who will stand up to the woke masses and show you the way. Real men like former mixed martial arts fighter turned professional wrestler Scorpio Sky. Real men like lifelong martial artist and double black belt in both Taekwondo and Karate, Ethan Page. Men of the year who will stand up for you, fight for you, and set an example for you and your children. God forbid you have any. Oh. But who knows? There may still be some hope for you yet. Damn. That was so good. Fucking damn. That's so good. Ron, do you agree? Damn. There you go. So, do we go backstage to Alex Marvez talking to Art Anderson? Arn doesn't want his son to wrestle Malachi Black. But since he's going to wrestle him, he's going to support him 100%. Okay. That was completely unnecessary. Okay. So now we're going in that match. Malachi Black versus Brock Anderson. Malachi has the epic entrance, and after it's over, they go to commercial break. God damn it. Son of a bitch. So back from commercial break, Brock Anderson enters the ring, and I looked at the timestamp because you know this match is going to be quick. When the bell rings and there's six minutes and 12 minutes left in the program. <laughs> Brock starts out strong but is quickly overwhelmed by Malachi. Black drags his opponent over the corner and he tries to get Arn to throw in the towel, but he won't do it. Oh boy. Brock tries to fight some more but is quickly hit with an exploder suplex and a black mass. Malachi then gives a dramatic pin while staring at Arn Anderson for the victory. I mean... Did you think Brock Anderson? Brock Anderson? Anderson? <laughs> okay. Was going to have any kind of a match against of course Ma not. Malachi Black? No. Of course not. Malachi then goes to the outside and grabs a chair. He enters the ring and he's confronted by the older Anderson. Arn uh, wants, to f uh, wants to fight him and says, uh, be a man and get rid of that chair. So Black throws away the chair mm -hmm. and attempts a black mass. But Arn blocks it. So Malachi kicks him in the nuts and gives him a black mass. <laughs> so fucking good. Malachi then stares over the bodies and screams in the camera, showing everybody what he did. Uh, and then for some reason, Lee Johnson comes out and black leaves. Lee Johnson. Okay. That would be a perfect moment for Cody Rhodes to come back. Right. But wait, that hasn't been announced for All Out yet. Cody oh, Rhodes versus Malachi Black. Shit, there There's it is. your 11th match. God damn it. And that's how AEW ends. Man. Malachi going back up the stage and yeah. Lee Johnson looking all tough. That's great. Lee Johnson is not not tough. Jay. Yeah. That's AEW. Dynamite! WWE Dynamite. All right. Okay, so that leaves one last show to cover, Bob. 
Yeah. Want to guess what that is? Uh, Smackdown. Swerve. No, 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 no. You can't see me. I don't watch that show because I can't see it. <laughs> it's a ghost in the ring. What's happening? That's almost as good as uh, you go look at that. Uh, go look at YouTube for the Bryce Renberg match where he matches two invisible wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> it is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. I love it when 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 wrestlers do that. Well, and, well there's nobody in the ring. There's two. I, I know. It's just an empty ring of Bryce Renberg, and he has to make it look like there's people yep. wrestling. It's it's amazing. It's hilarious when that happens. It's so good. All right, so that show is obviously Rampage, episode three. Rampage starts with a tag team match between Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, versus the Lucha Brothers. And you heard Taz singing for a dark exclusive. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so... Ray hits a jump spin kick onto Luchasaurus in the corner and then hits an Eddie Guerrero-style frog splash off the top rope for the two count. Then Lucha is able to tag in Jungle Boy as he hits his patented bounce-off-the-rope super clothesline onto Ray, followed by a poison Rana for a near fall. Jungle Boy then locks in the snare trap, but Penta kicks Jungle Boy in the back of the head to break it up. Penta gets tagged in and puts Jungle Boy in a reverse fireman's carry into a backbreaker, followed by a made in Japan for a two count. Then, outside the ring, Lucha and Marco Stunt have Penta as Jungle Boy is about to attempt a move off the top rope onto Penta outside the ring. But then Ray Phoenix literally walks across the ropes and Hurricanrana's Jungle Boy off the top rope onto everybody outside the ring. That was awesome. Jesus Christ. That was awesome. Now Ray and Jungle Boy are in on the ring apron and Ray bends down and Penta runs over and hits a Canadian Sunrise copyright background wrestling podcast. On the apron on Jungle Boy WTF. That was crazy. Then Ray hits another Canadian destroyer on Luchasaurus Saurus for a one count. But then Ray and Penta hit their finisher, but Lucha kicks out. Bob, come on. <laughs> come on. But then Ray and Penta hit the assisted pile driver for the win. It was a good match. It was a really good match. Ray Phoenix is ridiculous, man. He is the most unbelievable, unbelievably talented wrestler I've ever seen in my life. Oh, he's perfect. He's perfect for what he does. He's he, the, one of the best luchadors I've ever seen. And the best tag team, I think, ever. The Lucha Brothers. Oh, they're great. Yeah, It's time to strap the championships on them. Yes, sir. So then the Young Bucks come down to the ring and attack Lucha Brothers from behind, but Jurassic Express steps up and fights off the Bucks just like they did in Dynamite. Good. Yeah, that was great. So now we have the Redeemer, Miro, coming out to the ring, and he's kicking Fuego Del Sol down the ramp. Oh, that's, that was hilarious. <laughs> He then says to Fuego that he has to remove his mask to be forgiven and then rips off Fuego's mask and kicks him in the head. Bald Fuego. Well, you got to wear that lucha mask. No, you, I know. you can't wear hair on You can't have hair. No way. So then Eddie Kingston, Kingston's music hits and out comes Eddie to the ring. Eddie then says, screw the mic. It runs to the ring as Miro hits blow after blow until Eddie gets some chops in and suplexes Miro. Then all the refs come out and they separate them. I love his music. I wish we would hear it more often. Yeah, it's good. Not the stupid wild thing from... I hate that. I like Mox's music. I like Eddie's music. Now he's now he does the freaking uh, wild thing. I hate it. 
So on to our next match between the Bunny and Tai Conte. Bunny jumps Tay before the she's even introduced. Jericho says, the Bunny reminds me of Baby from the House of a Thousand Corpses. Ooh. Did you ever see that movie? Uh, it's been a while, but I have. It's, uh, what's his name? Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie's wife. That's who Baby is. And who also sucks as an actress. Uh, Tay Conti is about to hit her finisher when out comes Penelope Ford to distract her. As this is happening, the Blade is putting the brass knucks on the bunny. The bunny hits the knucks while Aubrey's back is turned. Aubrey then turns around and sees the cover and counts one, two, three. Bunny is victorious. Cheat the win. Yeah. Just talk for one second. I got to get this thing here. You got to get that thing there? You got that thing I'll send you? I got that thing. Here's that thing. So here's our only promo of the night. It is... Mark Henry hosting with Kenny Omega and Christian Cage. Kenny Omega, next week at All Out, you're defending your title. Are you worried that Frankie Kazarian and Christian Cage are going to injure you? What, what kind of question is that? Get you know how worried we are? This guy, Don. We got the biggest jackass, no talent in the business, no offense. As his partner, tell him, champ. Look. Friday Night Rampage, this is what I like to call a little bit of public exercise. If there's one thing to even be worried about, yeah, maybe it is injury, because that's the only shot that you got going into the pay-per-view at All Out, Christian. But really, if I have my way, and if everyone has their way, it's going to be me picking you up on my shoulders, dropping you down in your head for the one-winged angel. One, two, three, bid you adieu, goodbye, good night, smooch, send the crowd home happy. Jesus. Christian, Frankie, are you going to try to go out there and injure him tonight? Listen, injuries happen, but listen, I don't want any excuses out of Kenny Omega. Injuries aside, it's obvious I've already hurt Kenny Omega. I've beaten him. I beat you, Kenny. I beat you for this Impact World Championship, and at All Out, I'm taking the big one when I beat you for the AEW World Championship. Now, it had been like, what, a year and a half, two years since anybody had pinned your shoulders to the mat, Kenny? But I'm the one that finally did it. I'm the one that figured out the puzzle. And now you're just scrambling, trying to trying to grab one of those pieces of the puzzle and put it back together. As far as this Brandon Cutler thing goes, it's just more carny bullshit by Don Callis. Kenny, do us a favor tonight. Make sure you actually get in the ring. And don't just throw us your bitch-ass man-baby stooge. Ooh, bitch-ass. Well, I think we've had enough talk. It's time for the main event. <laughs> I love Mark Henry's like, All right, I think that's enough talk. On to our main event. <sighs> I love I love Mark Henry. <laughs> so on to that match. So Frankie and Brandon start the match, and Frankie just kicks the shit out of Cutler, tosses him to his corner, and wants him to tag in Kenny. Kenny, my God, Omega, do it, Kenny. He does, and as Kenny comes in, Nakazawa grabs Frankie's legs, giving Kenny the opportunity to strike. And strike he does until Frankie can get the upper hand and tag in Christian. Kenny wants no part of this as he scurries to his corner putting his hands up as Cutler tries to tag him in. Frankie then hits a springboard leg drop on Brandon, followed by Frankie hitting a kick on Cutler while he's hanging on the ropes. Now, as Frankie's outside the ring trying to stay on top of Cutler, that sneaky piece of shit Nakazawa hits Frankie in the back with a laptop. Scumbag. Scumbag. Frankie no-sells it and starts to go after him until Kenny comes in and hits a running clothesline on Frankie. Back in the ring, Frankie tags in Christian, and Brandon goes to tagging Kenny, but Kenny wants nothing to do with it. So while Christian is attacking Cutler, Kenny comes in and scoops him up and goes for a one-winged angel, but Christian counters that and hits a reverse DDT on Omega. Christian then hits a reverse DDT on Cutler, but as Christian lines up Cutler for the kill switch, Kenny grabs his legs and pulls him into the ring post. 
Ultimately, Christian hits a spear, followed by a kill switch on Cutler for the win. Nice. Fate to black. That is AEW Rampage. Rampage. In a nutshell. Boom. All right. So that's going to bring us into some news. got news i got news i got news so start us off all right so according to bodyslam.net through multiple sources have reported that brian danielson is going to make his AEW debut sooner rather than later Ooh! it's reported that danielson's debut will be at all out on september 5th and not on a dynamite grand slam in new york city as originally planned here's our 12th match god damn it your turn. Uh, <laughs> Tony Khan on CM Punk's Vave build to his debut. They were 99% sure he was going to debut, but that 1% doubt made it that much better. Lance Storm says Tony Khan's explanation for CM Punk's Vave buildup is similar to a very fundamental building block of pro wrestling, as explained to him by Keith Hart in 1990. Everyone thinks it's fake, but that 1% moment, moment of doubt is what makes the magic. Nice. Uh, this isn't news, but I have it in my news. Uh, if you want to see that tie-dyed logo, it's on our Facebook page. Go check it out. I just put up something that was Triple H going. Uh, I think this is uh, this is NXT. Uh, this is like something with Disney Channel. You ever see those Disney Channel commercials? Oh, I'm yeah. uh, Triple H, and this is the Disney Channel. Yes. I'm Triple H, and this is NXT. <laughs> oh, my God. So, <clears throat> remember Max Caster? I remember Max Caster. Well, he is set to perform... During All Out Week on September 2nd at the Bottom Lounge in Chicago. Ooh. Yeah. Tickets are $20 for ages 17 and up. That includes the concert, a Q&A, and a meet and greet. i go to that if I could. Caster is also taking requests for personalized diss raps. Nice. Cassidy Hayes reports that Jim Ross is set to transition out of a position as an announcer and a member of the commentary team on a full-time basis. Oh. JR is, uh, is, will still announce some of the company's big matches and major events, but AEW is planning on using him in other capacities. Ross will transition to a role that will see him do more backstage segments, like sit-down interviews that he's done with AEW in the past. He's going to be in charge of taking pictures of everyone's feet. <laughs> so far, JR has denied it on Twitter, but that doesn't mean it's not true. I could see it happening. <clears throat> That's my wife's friend's feet. Okay. You sickos. <laughs> Knock it off. Um, CM Punk treated the entire staff of uh, Pro Wrestling Tees to free pizza. Nice. Because of all the work he put them through for the shirts. They, they Breaking the internet. They said they sold out an entire country's supply of yeah. Ringer Tees. That is insane. He had the fastest selling t-shirt in history. He also now has the number one t-shirt in history from AEW. And uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. They outsold the Bullet Club shirts. Okay, then the rating should be higher. Right? You would think. I mean, just looking at the the numbers. Like, why? You're just buying a shirt? You're not watching the show? Watch the show. It's good. Then come over and listen to us talk about it. Yeah. By the way, I Googled us today. I picked up, I Googled Backyard Wrestling. Yeah. We are the number one topic that comes up. Really? Number one. And if you search on Spotify for 
AEW Rampage, we're number one. We're number one. Even though we cover it and it takes us five minutes. We're number one. <laughs> number one. Do you have any more news? That's it for me. All right. That's it for news. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Good news and ratings for both, sh- all, all three shows actually. Hey, good news, good news, good news, good news. NXT is going to start us off. Okay. Uh, Six hundred eighty-five thousand. I know that's not a great number, but it's up. And that's what Matt. That's what counts, right? Yes. Up from last week's six hundred fifty-four. They drew a point one six in the key demo of eighteen to forty-nine. That's up from last week's point one five. Very nice. Very good. Not bad for a tape show. Yeah. This week's demo represents 205,000 viewership in that demo. Not bad. NXT ranked number 27 in the cable top 150 and ranked number 62 in viewership this week. Up from last week's 60. No, that's the same, 62. Uh, Tucker Carlson tonight on Fox topped the key demo with a .32 and 3.652 million viewers. They really like Tucker Carlson for some reason. Yeah. Uh, America's Got Talent on NBC topped the night on the network TV with 6.781 million viewers. Damn. Damn. It's hard to imagine that Raw was close to those those amount of views. Oh, Raw was... Back, back in the attic area. Raw was driving f- 5 million people a week. God damn. Now they're lucky if they could do 175. Yeah, it's insane. All right, so Dynamite, 1.172 million viewers. With not the, bad. Not bad. With a .48, Bob, in the key demo. They ranked number one for the night of the cable top 150 and 31 in viewership for Wednesday night. Cool. Cool. The key demo represents 620,000 viewers in that demo. Nice. Pretty good. Fairly good. All right. And last week's Rampage, not the one we just did. CM Punk's debut. CM Punk's debut was 1.129 million views and a point fucking five three in the key demo. For a show at 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock at, at night on, on a Friday. Friday come which on. is the worst television night. And it only gets worse as the night goes on. That's insane. That is nuts, man. All right. That's ratings. <laughs> All right, let's do some awards. Come on. Come on, Kurt. You suck. You suck. People who drive and don't use blinkers, you suck. You suck. Bob? Yes. Hottest female. I have Jamie Hayter. It's a good choice. I have. It is now her award to lose. That is Gigi Dolan, baby. Okay. Hottest male could say the same thing about this one. It's Carmelo Hayes. Let's see, I have Johnny Gargano. It's Carmelo Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best match, Bob. What do you got for that? I have uh, Jurassic Express versus the Lucha Brothers. Sweep that. Worst match, what do you got? 
Boa versus Zen Quinn. Okay, sweep that one. Best promo. Dan Lambert. Correct. <laughs> Jesus. Worst promo. Katie Kennan Zero and Katie Carter. Correct again. Best segment. I have Johnny Gargano and William Regal. I have. Because it's bananas. <laughs> bananas. 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 That was great. Don't you do it. I want to see you go cuckoo bananas. He didn't knock. He didn't knock. I have Christian and the Elite. That was a good one, too. I like that. I, I laughed I laughed a lot. Uh, worst segment. What do you got? I got Casey and Caden screaming at the announce team. That's a segment? It's what I got. I have nothing. I just have nothing. I just winged it. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, babe. Uh, best overall wrestler. Ray Phoenix. Okay. I have Christian, but Ray, yeah. That's his award, basically. And best show. Really gonna answer that? Well, Rampage was pretty good. It wasn't as good as Dynamite. No, it's, it's Dynamite. All right, that's awards. Uh, where's Val? Come on, baby. Hello, ladies. Elizabeth's shoe was hot. Is or was? Still is. Yes, that's correct. But uh, I was watching uh, Cocktails the other day. She's a, a cancer survivor. I love Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, she's great. She was better than the original actor, uh, actress in Back to the Future. She was a good yeah. replacement. Yes, yes, I agree with that. Uh, yeah, that's the show. Damn good show. Uh, socials. Uh, Facebook, Backyard Podcast. Uh, Instagram, Backyard Wrestling Pod. And Twitter, Backyard Marks. And you can email us at Backyard Wrestling Pod. And if you want to. And if you want to hear what happened after Rampage with uh, Christian, CM Punk, and Frankie Kazarian, stay tuned after this. I'm going to play it for you. Oh, by the way, John Reynolds, thank you for being a fan. Yes, thanks. That's, that was a cool story, man. That was a cool story, meeting a fan out in the wild. Yeah. Thanks for listening, bud. Yeah, thanks. We Seriously. appreciate it. Hit us up on those socials. Give us some feedback. Yeah, we'll shout you out. Like we just did. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. I never thought I'd be over enough to be able to be the guy that came out here to send everybody home, but... I know I'm not a champion like you, but I just gotta come back out here and say that it's just so cool to be here. It's cool that you all came here and you stayed. I know it's late. I know sometimes the shows can be long, but you sit in your seats and you're enthusiastic and you give everybody here everything you got because everybody, at least that I've seen so far, gives you everything that they have. I just want to say that I'm super grateful and I know eventually the luster will kind of wear off and the shine of CM Punk coming out and just having a good time and listening to Cult of Personality is gonna wear off. But just know that until it does wear off, I'm gonna keep doing it and I'm gonna keep trying to soak it in as much as I possibly can. If I may.
and by the way, it was a great surprise. I wasn't let down at all, just, just so you know. Uh, look, I, I, I dig the humble CM Punk, but I'm going to speak for everybody. It's a big fucking deal that you're here, man. Seriously. I had to pinch myself sometimes. Who would have thought in 2021, Christian Cage and CM Punk would be standing in this ring together? Hey, listen, listen. This, this business, it doesn't owe anybody anything, right? But we give our hearts and souls, and listen, like you said before, sometimes you fall in and out of love with things, but you never, you never truly let it go. And I, for one, am glad you got this passion back, and I cannot wait to see what you do in here, man. I speak for everybody else in here. Again, it's a big fucking deal you're here. I just want to say, as a guy that has been in AEW since day one, Christian Cage, CM Punk, you are welcome additions to this company. And on behalf of all the other AEW OGs, thank you both for being here. Now let's kick this motherfucker into full gear. No, 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 that's a different pay-per-view. The next one's all out. How come I know this already and you don't? You've been here since day one. This guy doesn't even know the name of the next pay-per-view. I, 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 I didn't get an ice cream bar. You didn't? You didn't get an ice cream bar? No, but I'm kind of shredded, so I don't know if I should eat one. I think you can afford it. The good news is, if any of you are coming to the now, it's, it used to be the Sears Center, but it's the now arena. Now it's the now arena. There's gonna be ice cream bars there on sale, so. Yeah, that's how I get you. I give them away for free on Friday and now you gotta pay for them. I'm sorry, I need to buy kibble for Larry. I dragged him back out here because I think it's neat that he didn't get to wrestle for a very long time and we didn't know if he was ever going to be able to, but now we know he can. And we didn't know if I was ever going to wrestle again, but now we know I am. And it's because of all of you, honestly, so you should give yourselves a, a round of applause. And if you like what you saw, tell your friends, tell your family, tweet about it. And if you didn't like it, shut the fuck up. Yeah.